1: We love our college football. And this is your opportunity
2: to ask him about anything. Your team, the big stories in college football, like Notre Dame and Brian Kelly, Auburn Clemson, uh, Oklahoma, and Ohio State, uh, Stanford, USC over the weekend, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Dial the damn show. Got a genius to my right. Hell yeah. Erudite. <laughs> Everyday erudite. <laughs> Bobby in Alabama Bobby! kicks us off. What's up, Bobby, here on CBS up, Sports
3: Radio? Good morning. Good morning. Morning. I just wanted to comment on the Georgia Notre Dame game. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, sir. He, he kind of sounded excited thinking that Notre Dame wouldn't have the same season, but what would make him think that? Because they weren't,
1: they weren't blown out of this game, Bobby. They were right there. They lose by one point. I think this is a totally different football team than we witnessed. A year ago. Last year, that was fool's goal. We thought they'd play well. You know, they lose the heartbreak out of the gate versus my Longhorns. We bought. We thought both of them would play well the rest of the season. That didn't transpire. Uh, so I, I think this team that he's fielding now, they're a much tougher team. Uh, they're a much more physical football team. They went up against a, a good Georgia defense, a, a fast Georgia defense. And if you look at all the comments after that ball game, that's what the Notre Dame players were talking about, how fast they were. They were extremely right. fast.
3: They got beat by a decent Georgia team mm-hmm. at home with a backup quarterback and still couldn't pull off a victory.
1: You got a, uh, a first-year quarterback in Brandon Wimbush for, for Notre Dame.
3: Well, that's true, but two weeks ago, Georgia had no plans of playing this kid. Yeah, Well, Notre Dame did. They have went in this whole offseason with, the, you know, he's going to be their man. But Georgia, this was something. They've had a week to prepare this boy to go to Notre Dame. And play at home, and they still beat them. And and, and you're shocked
1: that they, they defeated
3: them? Well, no, I, I expected Georgia to win. But I was just wondering what would make Brian Kelly think that Notre Dame's not going to be the same as it was last year. Well, uh, me, they didn't show me anything.
2: Right, but he's also not going to say that, though, Bobby. I mean, you think he's going to sit up there and go, you know what, you're right, we're going to fall off the cliff and have a terrible year, and I'm going to get fired. So, I mean, he was obviously right. emotional and uptight about that question and was annoyed by it. And she said, is it going to snowball? And, and that was when he said, no, it's not going to snowball. He, I mean, at that opportunity, he's going to say, yeah. You know, I was thinking this was, loss was so bad that we lost at home. To Georgia, this thing's going to fall off the face of the earth just like it did
1: last Listen, year. Listen, you're going up against a defense that has 10 guys returning, and Kirby Smart made his name on the defensive side of the ball. Kirby Smart went up against Brian Kelly and his offense in the BCS title game back, I think it was 2012, whipped their ass all over the place down there in Miami. It wasn't even close And when when Smart was there at Alabama. And, and so now... Brian Kelly knew what he was getting into. He knew what type of defense he was going to face. He's got a young redshirt freshman quarterback out there, and they still held their own, and they lose by one point. This is a different Notre Dame football team. They will not go in the tank. They were rebound from this loss. They went up against a damn good defense, and they still almost had a victory. and almost doesn't count. I understand that, but for everyone to think that Notre Dame is now going to just tank I don't see that at all. Well, they're definitely not going to lose next week, I don't think, No, going to Boston College. They shouldn't lose that ball game. It was at Miami of Ohio after that, I believe. No, uh, Michigan State in between. Michigan State. And Michigan State's now 2-0. and I thought Western Michigan would give them more problems than than they did. Michigan State, I believe, won by 14 points in that ball game. Uh, so, yeah, they'll have revenge on their mind when they go and take on Michigan State here in in two weeks. So, I think this is a different football team. I think this is a te- team that's much, much more physical than they were a season ago. And you had the overhaul of the coaching staff. So I think Notre Dame will be fine. This is an overreaction. You, you lost to a good football team. George is better than Decent. Yeah, you you thrust a freshman into the lineup and Jake Fromm. But from all accounts, this young man doesn't play like a freshman, doesn't carry himself like a freshman. That's why Georgia wasn't too worried about the quarterback position with him taking over. Yeah, it's an overreaction maybe to us, but it's a natural
2: reaction to a fan base that didn't want to see a loss like this at home early in the season after last year, and especially one that's got the pitchforks out for the coach right now. So it's understandable from their perspective. From our perspective, it might feel like a bit of an overreaction. College football phone calls. 855-212-4CBS. This is your opportunity to uh, bounce something <laughs> off of Brian Jones, a college football superstar, uh, they pay him for his opinion on one of the big networks on CBS. Yeah. So now's your time. as Is lines open? Eight five five oh two one two four CBS. Uh, Nino. Nino in Baltimore joins us on What's CBS up, Sports. Radio. What's up,
4: Nino? What's going on? Oh, you, got you it, Nino. What's up? All right. Here's the deal, Brian. I've been listening to the Notre Dame for 55 years. I've been watching them closely. I'm a huge fan. I'm going to tell you about Brian Kelly. Good coach, absolutely. I agree with you. The Irish aren't going to tank, but he doesn't have it. Kelly does not have the it factor to bring Notre Dame back to a national champion prominence. He doesn't have it. Persegian had it. Leahy had it. Devine had it. Holtz had it.
1: What Kevin is did it? Not have what is it? He took him to a BCS title game. He didn't have it yeah, when they he, – he did. But, you know, that, that was four years ago.
4: That was, right. what, 2012? I understand how that. Many top, how, many top, how many ranked teams has Notre Dame beat since 2012? Not a lot. You know, not none. They haven't won a – beat a ranked team since 2012. So he doesn't – he's a good coach, I agree. But he doesn't have that factor that great coaches have to win the big one. Okay. He just doesn't have it. So I'm interested in your opinion on that.
1: Uh, we will see. I think the jury's still out. I think he's, he's a damn good coach, and I think he's got a good team, and they will rebound from this. That's what I'm going on.
2: Yeah, it's really, really easy to say that a guy after a few years now of subpar Notre Dame football doesn't have it. But you couldn't tell me that there wasn't a Notre Dame fan that wasn't all over him leading up to that championship game against Alabama, where they got walloped. But still, leading up to that game, I mean, that's exactly what you wanted. I mean, that team, that atmosphere. I was there on the sidelines for that pit game that went into a couple overtimes, where they probably should have lost yeah, Notre Dame, but, <laughs> but they but they didn't. I mean, and I but it's it's what have you done for me lately? I can understand that. And I the one thing I'll agree with on. The last caller's point, not to generalize too much, but usually the best coaches in the game, the upper echelon coaches don't have a season like last year that Brian Kelly true. had.
1: I would agree with that. And, and it's interesting you say that because I was having a conversation about Texas as opposed to Oklahoma and Bob Stoops when he was there. And the worst season he ever had was an 8-5 and five season uh, at Oklahoma and where you've seen Texas 5-7, and 6-7, and seven, even worse than that at, at times. That is so true.
2: Yes, eight five five two one two four CBS. Let's go to Keith in Ohio. Next up on CBS Sports Radio, go ahead, Keith.
3: Hey guys, how's it
4: going? Good, Keith. What do you got? I just don't understand why Ohio State is not pounding the ball and running the ball one two punch. I mean, we got the best one two punch, and we're not
1: pounding the ball. Uh, you, you got Dobbins, and you have J two J T Baird who can use his legs at the quarterback position, and 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 that's a, a valid. Uh, Observation: Why aren't you trying to pound the rock and just lean on that? Because it's obvious that JT Barrett is not comfortable in this offense. It, and I think they're asking him to pass more. Well, you use the run to set up the pass, and, and, and they weren't able to do any of that uh, the other night. And Oklahoma just has a defense that a lot of us uh, were not – really sure of, and, and they showed up and showed out and, and put a lot of pressure, especially those big boys up front, number 31, I'm not even going to attempt to say his name, uh, defensive end for Oklahoma, because <laughs> he was phenomenal, as much as we were singing the praises of Ohio State's defense, it was the Oklahoma defense that played lights out. So, yeah, I would lean on Dobbins. i lean on Weber, and they tried to do that. But once you get behind in the manner in which they did, you, st- you have to start chunking the ball down the field. So starting the game out, yeah, that's our game plan. We want to lean on the running game. Weber, Dobbins, we're going to get you guys combined at least 30, 40 carries. Uh, I, that that can be your mindset, but all all uh, things, things can change once you get into the heat of the battle. Even with being down, uh, and this is, let's
2: see. Yeah, even with being down in this game, Ohio State only had three fewer rushing attempts than Oklahoma mm-hmm. did, and they had 5 yards per rush and Oklahoma only had 2.8. Yeah. So, I mean, that that 5 that could be skewed late in the game. Things can change with those those numbers. They don't tell the whole story, but it's not as if you look at rushing attempts and they, I mean, we're talking about 15 times they tried to run the football. I mean, they were down in this game, had to throw the ball at the end, and they were still only three fewer than the team that was trying to hold on to the lead. So I don't know if maybe it's more of an effective run game that you're looking for as opposed to more opportunities with the run
1: game. And and, and also, can you convert on third down? That's a key stat. That's what I always look at. Are you getting off the field? Now, Oklahoma was – Four of eleven on third down, and and Ohio State was seven of fifteen, so they were converting, you know, almost fifty uh, percent there, which is damn good. But the the turnovers hurt them, of course, and and Oklahoma, uh, you know, just was able to overcome their turnovers, whereas Ohio State wasn't.
2: Yeah, one hundred and eighty three yards through the air, as opposed to one hundred and sixty seven on the ground for Ohio State. So I mean, I I don't know. I mean, that might have just been a perception thing for our last caller. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that was really the issue. Let's go to Nathan in Portland on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Nathan?
3: Hey, what's up, guys? What you got, man? Well, I was kind of curious because I spent all Saturday and
4: kinda watching a lot of Pac-12 games, and I was really excited for that Stanford-USC game because I was wondering whether or not, like, the you know, ESPN was talking about whether or not uh, Jarl was or what his name was going to be good. But I was really impressed by that defense. I'm wondering do you guys think that maybe USC looking as well as they showed up against, against Stanford, like they could have a legitimate shot of competing with a team like Alabama.
1: We will see, Uh, and I don't think Alabama, at least not as we see here today, has the dominant defense they've had in the past. Clemson clearly has the best defense on the planet uh, right now, but that's right now. A can change two weeks into the season, but SC, go back to last week, Western Michigan. Remember, their stud at linebacker, Cameron Smith, he sat out the first half of that ball game because he was penalized in the Rose Bowl. A year ago, and so he had to sit out the first half of the, the first game this year. They inserted him into the lineup in that second half, and a totally looked to that defense. They really in that fourth quarter shut down Western Michigan, at least their running game. They still gave up over 200 yards rushing in that ball game, but in that fourth quarter, in particular, not much uh, to really hang their hat on there for Western Michigan. So I wasn't surprised with the defense. Bryce Love had some big plays in that ball game. Uh, he's going to be more than capable of taking over for Christian McCaffrey, and we've seen. That in the first two ball games, but the defense locked down uh, on the run game. They forced Kelly Chris uh, to to make some plays which he couldn't make. And I, I think we all expected Sam Darnold to bounce back. We needed he needed some receivers to step up. They had drops in that first ball game. He didn't have any touchdown passes, of course. But in this ball game, Ronald Jones still did his thing. And you got some receivers to make some excellent catches for Sam Darnold. They look like a totally different offense, much, much more fluid offense in this ball game. Big win for USC versus Stanford. They lost their last three to them. Now you can just see Sam
2: Darnold before your eyes maturing and turning into that great quarterback. We all know how much talent he had. We watched him in the Rose Bowl, everything that he did. But still, there's some growing pains because he's young and doesn't have a ton of experience. I love the way the ball comes out of his hand. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's high. It never looks like it's going to be batted down. He's got a clear path to a receiver. His accuracy when he is on is off the charts. He did have the two interceptions, but four touchdowns. Uh, Both him and Rosen, it's hard to pick which one of those guys you you like better after what you've seen the first couple of weeks. But I tell you, there's going to be some NFL teams that are going to get some guys that are just prototypically great. Now, does that pan out all the time? No. Uh, but watching those guys and being as big of an NFL fan as I am it gets me excited for what they can do Well at the USC pro
1: level. was able to, to to match that physical nature of Stanford and that's the most points or the most yards I think it was 620 yards they gave up uh, the most yards Stanford a, a David Shaw led Stanford team has ever allowed so,
2: 623
1: Yeah uh, so so USC knew it was going to be a physical affair and they were able to match that and while Darnold did have the two interceptions he also had the four touchdowns
2: Go to Cecil in Pennsylvania on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Cecil?
4: Um, I want to know Do they got a shot at making it to the playoffs and do they got a shot at taking it this year.
1: Well, I want to know that they do, and they do. Yeah, Cecil. They do have a shot at making it. I have them in my playoff team. That doesn't say a lot because I jinx a whole bunch of teams. It seems like each and every year. I have Auburn in there as well. So uh, go figure and Florida State. Uh, But I I like this Penn State team and – Yes, they have a shot. The way they run the ball, they have a, a proven commodity at quarterback in Trace McSorley. They have some receivers. Uh, this Saeed Blacknell, uh look for him to do some great things as the season continues uh, to progress. And uh, Gusecki, uh two touchdowns again uh, at, at tight end. And this guy, going back, I believe it's now his last five ball games, he has seven touchdown uh, catches. Uh, so uh, they have everything you want on the offensive side of the ball, a veteran offensive line. Defense, we'll see if they can hold up. Uh, secondary was a big question mark, but uh, offensively, yeah, they have everything you want. And how about James Franklin after this game, where he
2: goes, uh, "This is just another win for us." I know last year when they beat us, it was like they won the Super Bowl for us. <laughs> it's just like beating Akron. <laughs> so that was it. some. That I was some it. major, major insults <laughs> thrown away. Now he's he's allowed to do that now, and I like it because it's a rivalry. It's a rivalry right, that should never right. go away. Uh, but that. That pit loss kept them out of the playoff last year. Yeah. I mean, it, it it did. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot bigger loss to Penn State than this loss will be to Pitt. But True. of course, uh, Penn State they're trying to do more, or will be going after more than Pitt will ever be going after. Probably for well, the at least rest this time. year. No,
1: no, 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 no. They can't but, win there, they, man. They can't. Why can't they win there? Because and I love they brought out can't. the old school unis, man. That was that was, Pitt that was with sweet. the white
2: and the yellow helmets. Yeah, so. was, yeah. I don't know. I just don't. I, I don't think you it's don't a believe place in
1: Narduzzi. That, uh I don't.
2: I I think unless Nick Saban goes there, I don't think that there's. Just, I just don't think they can win there. There's just a lot of factors. They don't. I I I like Narduzzi. I like Paul Crist. I even like the Todd Graham hire when it happened. Uh, I just, it's just. I a, think he can win there. It's a stepping stone program. No way. It is. It's oh, what it's become. Pitt is
1: a destination, not man. Anymore, man. It maybe, will be. Maybe back when you Narduzzi, were fifteen years old. Yeah, <laughs> Narduzzi's not going anywhere. He okay, would be. What are there. they going to do this year? He, he, they're not going to have a great team this year, right? Exactly. But uh, this is one year. Uh, th- this is just one year. That that's fine. You have those those type of seasons. I think they'll still be a bowl team. I think they can be that. And, and, and <laughs> that's so are ever going to be. Oh no, we'll, we'll see. This is what second year at the hell. No, it's going 30s. Yeah. yeah. It'll be all right. I like Mar- Narduzzi. I think he's the man. I think he will stay there for a long, long not time. I'm not saying he's
2: not a great coach, but it's very, very difficult to win there. Uh, Eric in South Carolina, CBS Sports Radio. What's
4: up, Eric? What's going on, guys? Hey, um, just a couple things. First, uh, Pitt also beat my national champs last year, so that would have been their Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, that's um, true. true. That Clemson true. win was a big one. That's probably the best year Pitt's going to have in the next 50. Probably.
4: you <laughs> so uh, down, second, Pitt. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to uh, get after you know Clemson's defensive performance this weekend. I wanted to get uh, Jones's uh, opinion of what they think they're going to do against Lamar Jackson this coming weekend.
1: Man, a, a huge ball game, and they have to go there to Louisville to take on uh, Lamar, who was LaMarvelous again. Everyone knows He's, he is. That is not bull. He over a thousand yards first two ball games, just like he did a season ago, and uh, I, I, I think. I think Clemson will roll because Louisville's defense, they're suspect. And you you let Brandon Harris throw touchdowns on you, you're really suspect. Former LSU quarterback who's now at UNC. So I I think they will be able to bottle up Lamar Jackson. Uh, He played well against them last year there at, at Clemson. But I don't see that happening uh, versus this defense, no. I think they bottle him up, and, and, and Clemson wins the ballgame. Yeah, that Louisville defense, I mean, last
2: year they were so good for most of the year, and they mm-hmm. still have a ton of athletes in, in Washington. They're quick as all hell. They just haven't put it together yet. And I want to know why... No one wants to talk about Lamar Jackson for a repeat Heisman. It seems like everybody is talking about somebody else, maybe because he was mm-hmm. last year's news or whatever. But the stuff he's done the first two weeks, I think he's the first quarterback in history to have back-to-back 300-yard passing days and 100-yard right. rushes yep. to start a season ever. So I mean, I, maybe it's they're waiting for I the I think clip. there's
1: one other that has done it. Uh, yeah, there is. Chase Clements oh, wow. from Rice. Oh, of all places. Geez. Yes. Yes. Knew- Rice. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> when did or that Chase happen? Chase Clement. Did that happen uh, in like nineteen forty three? No, no, no. Chase played uh fairly recently. Early uh mid 2000s somewhere right. around there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I the guy the he's guy's a, still a, unbelievable. Lamar he's, is I, the second to do it. Chase was the first. And I, he and he might
2: to me I mean he's he's more accurate this year in some of the throws yeah. I've been seeing. He's not running right away mm-hmm. when plays break down. He's waiting, he's eluding rushers as opposed to running away from them. Right. Uh yeah, Clemson's a better team. They're going to win the game in my opinion, but um I, I don't I don't think that Lamar Jackson is getting as much attention. I think it's well, like old it, news. one
1: because it, it's difficult to repeat. And and secondly, the way they finished the season last year they lost their last three ball games and in that bowl game lsu swarmed him he looked lost that offense looked lost and they it appeared that teams had figured out this louisville offense so this would be their first big test this year if he goes off in this ball game he's definitely going to be the front runner for the Heisman.
2: all right last call everybody i'm sorry but this is the last one so if you're on the line we, we can't get the i apologize so this is the last one that we've already gone five minutes over so, I know everybody's dying to get to uh, talk to the the genius. Uh, Taylor in Portland on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Taylor?
3: Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? Good. Great morning. All right. Well, I about had a heart attack in that second half against Nebraska. <laughs> you should um, have. I'm, I'm telling you, it's terrible. What do you guys think? Cause at first, you know, you see a 77 points hung up on a nobody team, and then you see 42 hung up in the first half against Nebraska. You think, okay, Oregon might be back. Is it going to be more of the same under Willie, or are we are we actually looking at a change here? Well,
1: the offense is there, Taylor, and, and you you just mentioned it. Bob Diaco, the the former. Notre Dame defense coordinator, UConn head coach, didn't go so well for him. He's now the, the DC there at Nebraska. And uh, I couldn't believe what I was seeing his defense giving up that many points, especially in the first half. But in the second half, they shut him down. And I, I was surprised that Jim Levitt's defense, the new defensive coordinator for Oregon, gave up as many points as they did in the second half, allowing. Nebraska to get back into that ball game. Offensively, they're going to be fine. Herbert at quarterback, Royce Freeman, the running back position. Defensively, that's still a work in progress, but I think Oregon's going to be okay. They'll learn from this. That was a a, a big comeback mounted by Nebraska, and if Tanner Lee doesn't throw that interception there, who knows what happens in that ball game. Possibly uh, they tie it up, Nebraska ties it up, and you go into overtime, but... I think this defense still a work in progress. Give it time, but you've always had offense. You will continue to have that. Uh, but you get two wins, beginning of the season, a new coaching staff. Uh, you you can build from this, and, and let's see how Oregon plays moving forward, especially defensively. That's. Been their 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 problem issue for the last three four years, and I I think Levitt can can right the ship. And coaches get blamed for everything in football, and a lot of the times
2: it is their fault. Uh, But there are times where it's not. In a situation where up forty two to fourteen at half, uh, I do put that on the coaching a little bit.
1: That's on the coaching, and it's similar to what happened to to a And M at at, uh, UCLA. Uh, a week ago when you were up 44 to, to 10 and you have three minutes left in the third quarter. And and the players, though, what what can happen? You get up that big, you relax. You relax. Now you got to go and somehow try to rev your engines again, and that's difficult to do. You, you've been so pumped up. You're kicking the team's butt, and you think you can, okay, we can just coast. I mean, you can't. And now you're trying to reignite that same excitement, that same fervor with which you played with in the first half. And early in the second half and yet it's just you just misfiring. Coming up next, we got an Andrew Bogish update.
2: By the way, we'll do this once a week where we just focus on your college football phone calls with Brian, eight five five two one two four CBS. We've got some more NFL football to get into, including a rough debut for Le'Veon Bell and the Pittsburgh Steelers, but they do hold on against the Browns. We're coming right back. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. I saw a stat that with the win yesterday, Ben Roethlisberger has more wins in Cleveland than any single Browns quarterback since they came back to Cleveland in 1999. That number is 11. Mm. That, just, that sums up the ineptitude of that franchise <laughs> since they have
5: come back. Andrew Bogish is here with an update. What's going on, Bogish? Guys, somewhat luckily for the Giants, the Cowboy offense didn't do enough of this on Sunday Night Football in Dallas. Elliott to the left of Prescott, who's in the gun. And a play fake and a slant to the post to Witten into the end zone. Touchdown. Brad Sham on our 105 through the fan in Dallas. Jason Witten's second quarter TD catch. The only time the Cowboys got into the end zone last night. They kicked four field goals to theoretically keep the Giants around before winning 19-3. The New York offense had just 49 yards and two first downs in the first half. Eli Manning was sacked three times. Odell Beckham Jr. did not play because of his bad ankle, Ezekiel Elliott did play, ran for 104 yards, and Witten passed Michael Irvin for the franchise lead in receiving yards. This organization to set that record and passed Michael. I, I just have so much respect for the the great players that played for this organization. And there was some bad news for the Cowboys. Corner Orlando Scandrick broke his left hand, will have surgery today, but wants to play this Sunday. Yeah, you can play with that. In Denver, Cardinals running back David Johnson may have suffered only a sprained wrist in a 35-23 loss in Detroit, but he's an MRI today. And Jaguars wide out Allen Robinson torn ACL in a 29-7 win in Houston. That damn ginger, Andy Dalton, at it again in Cincinnati. A swing and a drive! That's to the Dean wrong guy. It's oh. supposed to be Andy Dalton. I was going to say, is
2: that where he was yesterday? No, he might as well. <laughs> he was. wasn't playing football. Uh, four
5: picks, a fumble, and a 20 nothing loss to the Ravens. Let's hope this is Dalton talking.
2: I didn't give us a chance to win this game. I didn't give us a chance to, um, you know, to, to score the points that we needed to win. And so... Uh, it, it starts with me.
5: All right, so we go one for two in the Bengals package. Again, the Ravens <laughs> won 20-0. First week one shutout for Cincy since 79. The Packers got by the Seahawks, seventeen nine. Oakland, a 26-16 win in Tennessee. The Falcons escaping Chicago, 23-17. Philly got its first win in Washington since 2013, 30-17. And the Rams smoked Scott Tolzien the Colts, 46 9 the L.A.D. returned two picks for touchdowns and had a safety. Tonight, the Vikings host the Saints and the Broncos host the Chargers. And let's actually listen to this for now. A
4: swing and a drive
0: <laughs> to deep right. away back. Gone. Back to back jacks. Perez,
4: and now Lindor.
5: And Francisco Lindor hitting his with a teammate's bat because he broke two of his own earlier in the at-bat. Chicago, Cleveland taking a 3-2 win over Baltimore. They've won 18 straight games. They've only trailed in four innings out of 162 in that streak. They're the never Do- losing again. The Dodgers dropped their 10th straight 8-1 to the Rockies, who remain three games ahead of the Brewers and Cardinals for the second NL Wild Card. The Nats clinched the NLEs with a 3-2 victory over the Phillies and Miami's 10-8 loss in 11 in Atlanta. And Rafael Nadal won the U.S. Open for the third time in straight sets over Kevin Anderson. It is his second major this year, 16th of his career. Boys? You know, with Skandrick hurt for the Cowboys, who had a big game for them last night?
2: Yeah. Who was that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh we'll
2: How about him making a Should major impact? Shoubi! Awze! I found some cowboys! Yeah! Drew Pearson! I will never forget that name. Thank and, you! And when he was out there last night, I was thinking, all right, he's a rookie, but I really Oh, that's why I recognize him now. Oh
0: Awuze!
1: Ew. <laughs> Oh, With what a, authority. You have that Drew Pearson oh, draft pick. Was... Thank you, Philadelphia, for making my career a success. Definitely tremendous. That's the best ever.
4: I want to thank the Eagle fans for allowing me to have a career in the NFL. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you. That was tough. Still holds to this day.
2: Uh back to the Steelers and the Browns for a minute because this was an interesting game from a couple angles. One, uh, Le'Veon Bell was not Le'Veon Bell, and I expect mm-hmm. him to round back into shape, but he just it wasn't there and and he did not look good. The Steelers didn't incorporate him as much. Antonio Brown, as we mentioned earlier, saved the day. But from the Brown standpoint, yeah, Bell wasn't Bell, but still only twenty one points. Given up to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they were right there. It was 21 18. Deshaun Kaiser looked a hell of a lot better than I expected. After being sacked
1: seven times and hit repeatedly. Right. You'd think that he'd totally
2: fold up. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's the way we judge the Browns is totally different than anywhere else. I mean, if they do anything just remotely good, you're thinking, oh, wow, good for them—a little pat on the back. Uh, <laughs> Wait, but they tied their, their shoes, right? Okay, but good. It's, yeah, it's true. And, <laughs> it's it's funny. I think that everybody kind of feels bad for how yeah. bad they've been. You know, a team like the Colts, right? They had a little bit of success, and now they're terrible, and we're going to make fun of them. Okay, you know, Blake Bortles in Jacksonville—you know—we'll make we'll make fun of that, even though I had a big day yesterday. But. I mean with the Browns it's like you're just waiting like any it's like almost winter into spring like mm-hmm. you're looking for something mm-hmm. there like a little flower popping out of the ground. That,
1: that what is it that groundhog he, he comes out and says yeah. how much how much longer winter right. will last and all that. Yeah. What's name? Was that? that? Pustatula or something. <laughs> well no, keep guessing because this is going to be fun.
2: <laughs> Pustacula? Pustacula who? <laughs> Pop- no. It's Pustacula and then it's a name afterwards. Uh, not Pocahontas. Pustakula Pocahontas.
1: Yes, you got it. <laughs> you lied. You got that it. Is not it. That's a great job. <laughs> How did you remember Pustakula <laughs> yeah. Pocahontas? Somebody every, tweet you. <laughs> every,
4: <laughs>
2: everybody, every Groundhog <laughs> Day, <laughs> Pustakula Pocahontas <laughs>
1: comes out. With and a papoose. <laughs> <laughs> <it's just laughs> Pumpsitoni, Phil. Tony I was I was close. <laughs> Ponce Tony, Phil. Puska (laughs) Kula. Pocahontas. You know how to spell it. Anyway, you're right. You you, you think there's some green shoots, and and then they just wilt. Well, I think this was a decent performance for them. They got after that Steeler offensive line. They really applied some pressure to them, and everyone's upset with – Roethlisberger and the offensive play callings. They, well, give Cleveland's off, uh, defensive line some credit, but that boy T.J. Watts, whoo! Yeah, it looked good. He went off. He looked really good. Was that, that two sacks and an
2: interception or something? Did you happen to catch that this was not as um, high profile as the Lane uh, ejection because he wasn't ejected, mm-hmm. but did you see the William Gay hit uh, that ended up being a, a 15-yard penalty where he basically he just he, – he did – he didn't go helmet to helmet on the guy, but he did go with his, his arms out and his head down into the chest of the receiver, and it's an interesting
1: one. If you find it, take a look okay. at it because
2: I want to get your opinion on it, but it ended up being a you know a big deal during the game. They had a
1: lot of penalties, uh, Did the Distillers, uh, 14 penalties or something like that. And they're just
2: not good on the road. They've never been good on the road I'm under Mike Cleveland. Tomlin. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> yes, but even the these games against Cleveland, sometimes they're nail biters for them. You know, and and Mike Tomlin, I, I heard, I heard Mike Tomlin do his whole thing, AFC North road action. where come up here, get a victory. You know, it's yeah, we got some things to correct, but it's easier with the victory in your back pocket. The situation is clear with the football and the inside of the pigskin like uh, monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he ended up saying that. But still, they got to get better. they just not been on the road
1: and at home. Just, they're just two different guys.
2: He's just a totally different. And person.
1: let's not lose sight of the fact. First game, and you didn't play that much in the preseason. And so they will get better. But as Coach said, with that win in your pocket, you go back home and you work on the things you need to work on. But you got to win in your pocket. They weren't partial participants. No, they weren't. Coming
2: up next, some pregame show fun. On CBS, one Brian was involved in. We'll play you a little bit of that. We're coming right back. Keep up with the latest on the show on Twitter, at Geo and Jones.
5: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
2: So pregame shows happen everywhere these days, and we're highly interested in in them here because Brian Jones is on one on CBS on Saturdays. It will lead you right up to the SEC game of the week on CBS. It's Brian Jones. It's Rick Neuheisel, and it's Adam Zucker. And since Rick has joined the team, he does a couple songs a year. Mm-hmm. And to open up the season, he's got to have his songs. It's a preview song. And Rick did his song. It's just Rick Neuheisel and his guitar, And he's singing. And for whatever reason, maybe to make sure you guys don't feel left out, they got to get Zucker and Brian involved. So they have to stand there and they've got to sing some of the lyrics. Huh. So <laughs> another thing that I noticed about this song is he had to get every FBS team in the nation involved. In no, this deal.
1: every SEC team. It was close.
4: <laughs> it was close to
2: everybody. <laughs> I think it might have been everybody. So, uh, here's a little bit of this and you got to listen for Brian. He's got a, he's got a part. He's like a backup singer, but you got you got to listen for Brian. So this is
0: this is the song <laughs> we were referencing earlier. college <laughs> football. It's the time of the season when we lose all reason. There's nothing more pleasing than our college football. Oh, it was yeah. a hot one in Atlanta. Oh, Nothing's changed for Bama. <laughs> Their defense still dismantles, makes it a Southern fried broad. Of college football. It's a college football. We love our college football. Look! We wait all year just to scream and cheer. We love our college football. There's a ton of new bosses trying to keep down the losses, and to get that done, they'll have to find some stud horses. Tom Herman's job is Harry Lincoln. Riley's job is Cherry, and Big Coach O down in the Bayou's
1: counting oh, new see. Well,
0: there he is! Straight oh. Stop it,
2: Pete! Uh-huh.
1: Oh, Are you're right? right, you did get those other guys in there. Yeah. I thought it was just SEC. No, it was every team that's oh. ever played football <laughs> ever. <laughs> I showed that how much attention I was oh, paying. Everything got
2: to high school by the end. <laughs> he was like the Dunbar Panthers. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, right, Brian. <laughs> that was yes. awesome,
1: man. That was my insertion point.
2: Your
1: insertion point yes. was right there, with, huh? With Coach O. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the visual is much better. Yes. Is it? Oh, yes. I don't know. Adam Zucker got a text from his kids. Uh, Daddy, what was that you were doing? Yeah. This right. is dance moves. Right? Uh, whatever whatever yeah. they tell me, honey. You want to yeah. go to college, right? <laughs> um so
2: <laughs> uh, Do we, do is this drilling going over the air by the way cuz this is the loudest it's ever been. Yeah. I hope I hope that the listeners don't hear. There's has been massive construction here. It's really bothering me. at I, CBS rate I... No, it actually it never bothers me cuz I never hear it. But today I could hear it
4: prominently. Yeah, it was with, very noticeable just now.
2: Yeah, so well if you hear that in the background, we apologize. There's nothing we could do about it. We're just gonna continue to, to do the show. Because it's football down in the by you've got a
0: new vocabulary. Yo, 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 yo That means he loves football, oh, doesn't it? <laughs> Sound like jambalaya, but you love it, don't deny it. Yo 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 yo! yo. Oh, you did it Here again. we go, boys. Here yeah. we go, boys. Here it's we go. time to Gator uh. Chomp. It's time to top the eye. Who's gonna fight on? Who's gonna roll tide? Who's the tiger bait? We are a Penn State. We can't wait to have a Penn dang State. good time. We love college football. Oh, look at you guys! We love college football. Tales are on fire. No one wants to be retired without giving up a fight. All right. We played the uh, the
2: first 10% of this
0: song. (laughs) Uh,
2: Bogus came running into the studio. And Bogus knows radio. He knows our show. So if he comes running into the studio, it is important. Something's happened.
5: Yes. Well, I had to get used to the fact that the way our new newsroom is set up, that I'm not listening to you guys live anymore. I'm on a little bit of a delay. But I heard you mention the construction noise. Yeah. And I'm trying I didn't hear new House live on Saturday oh good I can hear it now and this is what I get I mean there's just there's just mayhem going on out there right now <laughs> yeah you can't, you can't
2: you can't hear anything in the newsroom right no I mean and it's in the room okay yeah, open up the door again bogus hold on stand by hold, hold on
5: get my mic closer what
0: Right, shut the door, shut the door, shut the
1: door. Bogus, you come in here and, and interrupt my yaw,
5: yaw, 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 yaw. I'm sorry. For that? Well, uh, I did leave at first because you were shimmying or something, and I didn't want to see that in person, but then Mike going to go in. Yaw, 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 Because we don't like construction. That's college. Football. Spencer, tell him we got out at the right time. <laughs> there we go, boys. I don't know what he's doing now but oh, it's man. better than
1: that. I don't know what they're trying to do to me over there at CBS, but I think they're trying to make me white, man. You know what I just
0: oh,
5: oh, oh.
1: I think they are. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Shut the door! <laughs> oh, that's, that's Brian's white construction. <laughs> All, right. All of
2: a
1: sudden, Sammy Sosa <laughs> <laughs> has got a, <laughs> oh, you've oh, got a partner. Oh. I'm have to come up with a rap or something. I can yeah, sing seriously. on the show. Yeah, I mean Dude, we got to balance this out, right? Uh, you got to get gangster rap with Brian
2: Jones
0: <laughs> 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 about your dog being killed in your front yard as a kid. Do a dry on your ass.
2: <laughs> i got a feeling they're probably not going to like that at CBS. That's just a guess. Just a guess.
1: Uh, I decided going to shake them this Saturday.
2: You know, I, I can play the guitar, so I decided to write a song to Rick Neuheisel telling him to stop singing songs. That's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to bring in the guitar. I'm going to write a song to Rick. Like he does about college football, but my song's going to be about Rick playing the guitar and how he needs to stop because it's killing my partner. <laughs> <And laughs> <my> college football. <laughs> I mean,
5: this.
2: How long do we have a time on the song? It was pretty long. <laughs> it was long.
4: 253. Two fifty-three. Two fifty-three on two t-
5: hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes.
1: <laughs> I Could have been breaking out matchups with that time, man. Two <laughs> <2:53. laughs> fifty-three. Yo 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 yo
2: On a ya, ya. half hour. Break game show it like that no, it was an hour it was an hour this yeah. time. all right so well, an hour pregame it had show, to be an so hour still,
0: see, right, yeah.
2: but still <laughs> 253 when you're trying to jam,
1: that's a long time on live tv yep i yo, would yo, agree yo, yo. hey that's what they want man no. they want more yo, 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 yo. They want more so give it to them more so <laughs> I think I got that down. Here we go, boys. Here we go, down. <laughs> yeah. All right, keep, keep playing. I did to... get a
2: yee-haw in there at the end. Oh, did you? It's yeah. good. Come on, Pete, pick yeah. it up from where we left off. I can't Hold get on. any more <laughs> of
1: We love our college football.
0: Ready, boys? Yes. Who's <laughs> screaming Go Dogs? Yeah! Who's wearing maize and Blue? So- we love crack. the war champs, all about the U. It's time to call the Hogs, how about them Horn Frogs? We can't wait to have a dang good time. We, we love college, college football. Where were you there? We love college football. Come on, it's oh, Zucker. On, boys. <laughs> we need an A clap, we need to bear down boomer sooner let's watch the jump around let's sing a rocky top let's never let it stop Yeah, and never the let, let it stop Is it right? into fall <laughs> we love college football oh there you're back good man you're back we love our college football <laughs> and we college football
5: <laughs> Dude, you gotta back kneel or raise a, or a fist red? or something the next time this song plays
0: <laughs> <That two-laying laughs>
5: Give
2: me give knee.
4: my yee-haw, man. You got to take a knee, man. You, <laughs> got it. you got it. State Farm College Football today on CBS.
1: <laughs> I'm going to take a knee. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Fist in the air. <laughs> <Under> one glove.
0: <laughs>
2: Just that would
1: be awesome. Because Brian's protesting.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jeezy, come on, somebody. Yeah. Little, little Uzi Burke, Somebody write <laughs> <hear> me a
4: rap
2: <laughs> you, need, you need to you, I can do that for you too
1: if you want I yes. can write, I'll write a rap for you rap man and, and, <laughs> Come on we gotta balance this thing we out We should man. hire
2: Bugatti Casino yes. to, <laughs> to write a rap battle Against Rick Neuheisel there you go and Rick will come back with <laughs> <on his> a song. <laughs> oh yeah, Bugatti Casino. I'm coming for you. Oh, the pain of it all, as they say.
1: Oh man. Hard work if right. you can find it. <laughs> I found it.
2: Alright. Eric Coleman's gonna join us next. Cool. You know what he loves? College football. <laughs> Gio and Jones come right back. CBS Sports Radio. <laughs>